Welcome to another Solid Rock Church podcast by Bishop Larry Ragland, Senior Pastor of Solid Rock Church. For more information and content, please visit solidrockchurch.com. Come on, everybody at SRC, put those hands together. Let's lift up the name of Jesus. Come on, give it all the glory to Him, all the praise to Him, all the praise to Him. Come on, stir up that gift of God that's on the inside of you. Yeah, hey, look, this is more than emotion, but don't be ashamed of emotion because we all get emotional about what matters to us. I just wish you'd turn to two or three people and say, I'm about to go slap Holy Ghost happy crazy in here because nobody matters to me like Jesus matters to me. I said, tell them, nobody matters to me like Jesus matters to me. Oh, throw your head back and shout unto him if it matters to you today. <laughs> Woo! I love this place. I love this house. I love this vision. I love your leaders. I love all of you. And I love what God's doing through you here. Hey team, you're difference makers. I said you're difference makers. I said you're world changers. And I'm telling you, there's a fire in this house and I want you to know from somebody who's part of you, but I'm not here all the time, I can see some stuff on you that you can't see, and that might be to your benefit today. But I want you to know there's way more happening even than you realize is happening. Hey, everybody. This is my baby boy, Firebrand, Mr. Noah Owens. Welcome. Come on, everybody. Can we Hallelujah. get a mighty hand clap? straight towards heaven stir up the gift of God that is on the inside of you clap your hands all ye people shout unto God with a voice of triumph that ain't just some preacher's words that's the word of God that's what he expects and when we praise him when the praises go up the Shekinah glory falls down does anybody want to see the glory like a cloud in this place. I wish you'd tell somebody. You'll have to just pardon me because I think some of this Holy Ghost on me is showing today. How many of you know God's brought you a mighty long way? I mean, how many, I mean you know. If everybody knew everything about our story, <laughs> they, they wouldn't wonder why we're shouting and dancing. I'm not shouting and dancing because I'm trying to get God to do something. I'm shouting and dancing because of what He's already done. And I do know there's more to come. And He's worthy of the best praise we can muster and release to Him now. Oh, but all my life you have been faithful. I want to do a little bit more of that. Just a little bit more of that. A little bit more of that. Mm. All my life you have been faithful. Come on, worship with us this morning. Press into His presence with us this morning. Come on, don't make little of it, but enter in. Give it your all. Has anybody come to worship to the audience of one? Oh, I'm gonna sing of the goodness of God. One more time, I had to make sure I was in the right key. 
all of my life you have been faithful come on sing it to him all my life you have been so so the goodness of God. You can't lift Him too high. You can't brag on Him too much. You can't speak of Him too much. Nobody, nobody has made the impact in our lives that Jesus has. Whoa, all my life you have been faithful. Come on, everybody, sing that with me. All my life you have been so, so the goodness of God. Well, let's do it one time. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. Come on, declare it. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. It's so precious. It is so important. Jesus has made us a promise. Those who do hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. Now, I know it's crazy in the world. I know it's in this world. It's darkness continues to get more gross. But this could be our finest hour. For the prophetic word through Isaiah the prophet is, Arise and shine, for your light has come. Everyone shout, my light has come. Rest of you join us, please. Shout, my light has come. Shout, my help has come. Say, my light is Jesus. My help is the Holy Ghost. Shout, my moment has come. Shout, my opportunity has come. young man who's standing beside me I was believing for his transformation believing for the turnaround in his life and while we were on the front row you were actually sharing some things with him about a prayer cloth and some personal matters the Lord said to tell people in this room today that the same kind of generational anointing and help that has come on my family is coming on the family of those that are believing and seeking and your prodigal is coming home. That's a word from the Lord. That's not that wasn't in my plan. That's not that's a that's a word of knowledge. That's a word of faith. That's a word of you better know it for whomever you are. For that child. For that sibling. For that grandparent.
work friend, but especially your family member. Just, I just, you know, I, I know what to do. You've been doing what I've been doing as long as I've been doing. If you don't know what to do by now, you sit down. Hush. <laughs> I know what to do, but I don't want what I know to do to get in the way of what God wants to do. How many know sometimes we don't need to just make our own order, but we need the Holy Spirit to come and have His order. When the divine order of heaven takes place, that's when we receive what we need. Last time I checked, we're team preaching. You know, you're fine. Amen. We just want to leave this place different today. What kind of difference? Closer to Jesus. Free in Jesus. Are you glad to be part of a New Testament church that is real, raw, and relevant? And what I mean by relevant, I don't mean trying to see how close we can get to the world and still have Jesus, I mean relevant that we are on fire and that we are moving toward what the Bible says the church is supposed to be and called to be. I just don't want anybody to leave this place like they came today in Jesus' name. Bishop Raglan, I know you're going to see this. You pastor one of the finest churches in America. I love you so very much. Just rest and acclimate today, buddy. Get used to that high altitude because the same God that's been in this place, that has struck this place with chords of revival in recent times, He's not gone anywhere. Matter of fact, I just heard the Holy Ghost say, He said, I'm coming closer. I'm coming nearer and I'm coming more from the innermost being. Now see, He's in us. He's in us. He's coming on us. We like the ham and the ham sandwich, y'all. Slices of bread with that mayonnaise anointing. Now throw a little mayonnaise in there if you know it's but you know what that means. You know, not know it's bad, might not mean nothing to you. We mayonnaise people. Don't bring down that hypocrite miracle whip. We mayonnaise people. Just messing with you miracle whip lovers. But we are getting caught in the smack of more of God, not not what we used to have, not trying to get back to things. I do believe that there is much to be gained by a return to the discarded values of the past, but I'm talking about going somewhere in God that we've never gone before. Never gone before. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. Would you give it up for this great praise and worship team and band today? Whoa! Turn to somebody and say, somebody! I'm about to sit down, but I want you to know you're just blessed to get to be sitting by me today. Then you may be seated, if you can be. And Austin, I'm glad you're close. And team, if you're welcome to stay if you... All right. That's all I need. The, the drummer just committed you. Glory to God. I love you, man. All right. Noah. This is a special place, son. I've ministered in this church so many years. I, I, I don't know how many years it's been now. I've lost track of the years. Wow, wow, but wow. this is a year like none other. We've never, we've, we, we've never been here, right? We've never been this way before. But God is restoring. He's resurrecting. He's renewing. And He's doing something 
Something, something, I know, English preachers, forgive me. Sometimes you just got to say it wrong to get to, to, to get the emphasis. God doing something awesome. Give the Lord a praise. All right, Noah, let's preach. Come on. Would you turn with me in your Bibles this morning to Exodus chapter 3? We're going to begin with verse 1, and we have a, a good bit of Scripture to, to cover in this passage, but it's imperative and it's important that we read them so you understand the direction that we're going today. Did anybody come open and ready to receive a word from the Lord this morning? Amen. If you didn't come in expectation and openness for the word, it's time to open up right now. Amen. This word can either fall on good ground or stony ground. Do I have any good ground in this place that can nourish the seed and see a harvest come forth? When you get there, shout, I'm there. Exodus 3, beginning with verse 1, it says, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord, that sounds a lot better, hallelujah. The angel of the Lord, of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire. But the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. I don't know about you, but I probably would have stopped what I was doing to see this sight as well. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, is anybody thankful for a God that calls you by name? And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. And I've come to tell you, you're on holy ground today because the Spirit and the presence of the Lord is here. And wherever there is holy ground, holy stuff happens. Do you want to see a move of God in this place? Yes. More than you want anything else on your agenda for the day. Clap your hands if I'm talking to you so far. Woo. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Somebody shout, he's my God. He's my God. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. Are you still with me this morning? And have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. So I have come down. Somebody shout, he's come down. He's come down. To deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and a large land. To a land flowing with milk and honey. To the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites oh, and, and the all them other ites that I can't that's pretty good for a Mississippi boy, I'd say. Sorry about that. Now, therefore, hang just a little bit closer and focus closely. It says, Behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. He, he reiterates that once again. And it says, Come now. Somebody shout now. Therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses, has anybody ever threw their butt at God when he gave you a, an assignment? But Moses said to God, who am I 
that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. So he said, I will certainly be with you. Shout, he's with me. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. Look at your neighbor and shout, He is, he is who he says he is. Who he says he is. And just a few more scriptures. Can I read a few more? And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. Shout forever. Forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. Can we give a mighty hand clap of praise to the great I am? I believe the I am has sent me here on an assignment for you. Whatever you need, the I am is about to supply every need. Break every bondage. Break every chain. Save every lost soul. Shout yes if you believe it. Every chain. Did you come to have church or did you come to spectate? Let out a roar in this place. This is a house of fire. Got to quickly say, be thankful for this. This is not everywhere you go. There are not remnant churches everywhere you go, but wherever there are people seeking, hungry, thirsty, chasing after the King of Kings, a remnant will rise and they will receive his best. It's time to stop waiting on a move of God and chase after a move of God. Give place to a move of God. William Booth says, I'm not just looking for a move of God. I am a move of God. And I believe moves of God are all in this place. Anyway, the Lord gave himself the personal name, I am who I am, which is a Hebrew phrase that indicates action. Somebody shout action. Action. We serve a God who is constantly moving throughout the earth and endeavoring to bring reconciliation to all people who are lost and broken and out of fellowship with Jesus. God is not distant and far off from Uh, but he is near and he is available to reveal himself within you today. The great I am is near to the brokenhearted. He is near to the abused. He is near to the oppressed. He is near to the outcast. He is near to whoever, shout whoever, shall call on his name regardless of what your personal need is. The great I am can supply them all. Take what you need by faith because the great I am's already got it for you. And that's the key today that we understand that we believe today as sure as the scripture said that, that God spoke to Moses that the I am has sent me to you. We believe that on this calendar date, not only did Bishop Raglan ask us to come because he was going to be in Peru, but we believe by divine design, by the plan of God in this moment, 
not just me, that you have heard a bunch of times, you know, so nice, y'all act like you still love me and all stuff like that. And I appreciate it so very much, and it does so much for me. But, 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 but what I'm trying to say, and I'm going to try to say it well, is that we believe today that the I Am sent us here today on an assignment. And I don't know fully what that is, but I do know that whatever you need of and from Him today, he is not the I was. He is not the I will be. He is not the I ain't no more. He is not I wish I could be. He is the I am right now on point living God. And if whatever you need, that's what he can be today. And it's not that he's going to change to be what you need. It's that he's already everything that we need. Do you believe that to be true this morning? Moses felt unequipped for his task because he was too busy focusing on his insufficiency instead of focusing on the strength and the empowerment of God Almighty. We cannot fulfill our purpose in life in our own strength, but we can become all we were destined to be if we rely on the strength of our God who is present and active. Look at your neighbor shout he's present. He's present. Look at your, another, your other neighbor shout he's active. Quit looking at where you fall short and look to the one which brings you your help. Come on. Wherever you fall short, the great I am can stand tall. His strength is perfected in your weakness. He doesn't qualify. No, excuse me. He doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. He wants to put his power where you are weak because his best is better than your best. His ways are higher than your ways. And when you have his way, you have a way that's above every way. Haven't we all been weak? That's a lot of ways, but I hope that made sense. That makes real good sense. Haven't we all been weak? Haven't we all had circumstances? Haven't we all had issues? You got issues. They got issues. All God's children had some issues. But the good news today is that those that touch Jesus and are touched by Jesus, issues do not have to dominate. Turn to somebody and say, I've not come to brag on my weakness. I've come to let God invade my weakness today with his goodness. Some people use their weakness as a hang-up crutch to never become anything. I just want to tell you, everybody's got weakness. But I stand before you today, you have no idea that my greatest strengths publicly, many of them used to be my greatest insufficiencies and weaknesses. Oh! And he knew that for a country boy from Massillon, Alabama. And I can say Massillon, Alabama, in many places around the country. But today, y'all, I'm in a place that knows where. Y'all know where Massillon is. You know where it's at. If he could do that for me, from Route 1, Box 174, a Pinson, Alabama, 35126. By the way, have y'all seen no home place? Brother, stand in the spirit. Oh, I'm in the spirit. Whatever spirit I'm in, I'm always in it. So praise the Lord. I'm in the spirit. They took the old home place that I was raised in. They've redone it. Different people are living in there. Now, you know what my brother did the other day? My brother Stanley. If you've ever met Stanley Owens, ain't nobody like him. When God made him, he said, I'm going to break the mold and never do that again. He is a, he is an, <laughs> ain't no, nobody like him. He went and knocked on the door and told them about our, our family and we was raised there. He said, can I come in? And they invited him in. And he went in. And there's a guitar there. 
And he winds up playing the guitar and singing in the old home place that he learned to play the guitar as a kid when, when, when mom and dad were raising and training him up and goes on Facebook Live with it. <laughs> what, what are you saying? I'm, I'm just telling you, if God can take people of flaw and weakness, somebody like me, there's no person in this room today that the I am who has sent us to you cannot elevate your life and raise your life. And if anybody believes in the principle of elevation, it's this house. He preaches. You done tore me up, man. You're preaching me slap happy. Go ahead. Yeah, well, the Hebrew word Yahweh is derived from the phrase, I am who I am. Yeah. God was saying to Moses, I want to be known as the God who is present, active, available, and able. Somebody shout, he's able. The name Yahweh reflects the promise of God's constant presence with his people. He will never forsake those who surrender to him. And he will never forsake those who have not yet surrendered. But he will chase you down by the power of his grace and love. He will climb every mountain and destroy every wall that the devil has isolated you with. If you will surrender today, he will keep you and sustain you through every trial and hardship. Christ doesn't give us a life with no trouble. He gives us a life of victory through the trouble. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. He didn't promise you a life of no trouble, but He promised you that, lo, He would be with you to the end of the age. And whatever comes, the great I Am is your sustainer. Get your eyes off the world. Get your eyes off the distractions. Get your eyes off of our government. Put your eyes your ear yeah. back to the great I am who holds your hope clap your hands if you believe that Hallelujah. do you believe it he's the only hope for all churches for every nation for every tribe for every tongue and when he is lifted up everybody shall be drawn to him I've come to lift up the name that is above every name shout yes Yes! You don't, you don't have to leave this place lost. You don't, know you don't have to leave this place addicted. I believe so. I believe you're right. You don't, I understand. Hear my heart. I'm not making little of anybody's situation. I'm not making little of your storm. I'm not making little of what sickness or whatever you might be facing. But I am telling you that none of that has come any comparison to the power and the faithfulness of the great I am who will pull you out bring you through and make a way where there is no way three and a half years ago I hadn't been married long I was working in a, a warehouse factory in our home town of Grenada Mississippi lived there my whole life and other than the traveling that I did growing up from my very first memories, from the very first things I can remember back to, I can visually in my mind see revival services that I was a part of and Holy Ghost outbreaks and Holy Ghost hoot nannies. Do you hear me in this place? Radical on fire church is what I was exposed to from the very beginning. It marked my life. From such a young age, I knew that this was my calling. I knew that this is what I was supposed to do. It had been prophesied over me from, the, from about the age of eight years old. There's three different prophecies 
that were given to me between eight years old and through my teenage years that stuck with me. And at the deepest of the storms, at the lowest my life ever got, I remembered what God had spoken. And I just quickly want to say, I got to a point at a very young age, my parents did the absolute best. They, they raised me and my brother in the fear, under the fear and admonition of the Lord, in the house of the Lord. I mean, all I knew was church. And that's a great thing. But in the early teenage years, got to running with the wrong people. Got curious of what the world had to offer. Got away from the fire that had been burning in the house. And I was yoked up and swallowed up by the darkness of this world. Three and a half years ago, I was strung out on methamphetamines, on pain pills, smoked a half, of ounce, half ounce of weed a day at least, would drink bottles of codeine syrup, anything I could get my hands on. It started so small. It started so little. It seemed so innocent. wages of sin or death and as you, as, you, as you become cultivated and wrapped up in a life of sin it doesn't take long before you start seeing the effects of death in your life and over years of being strung out at such a young age for the longest time I hit it so well man hit it well and then it got to the point where I was in and out of jail wrecking every vehicle I ever had in one year I wrecked and totaled Right at three vehicles and should have died in each crash. This was in 2019. The very month of 20, the very first month of 2020 in that factory in Grenada, Mississippi. I had not thought about God in so long. I had ran from him for so long. Yeah, I'd show up to church every now and then, but I am a prime example that just filling a seat in the house of God doesn't get God in you. Are you hearing me? You can be around the fire, but if you ain't receiving it, it can't change you. I neglected it. I chased after the darkness. I chased after the things that this world had to offer. And in January of 2020, I reached the end of myself. 40 to 50 pounds lighter than I am now. Looked an absolute wreck. Had not been to sleep in four or five days. And the still soft, uncondemning voice got a hold of me. There's no telling how long my parents and different people of our church and different people that he's connected to all over this country cried out to the Lord on my behalf. And I come to tell you when it looked at the worst, when it looked like I was hopeless, when I was at the deepest depth of the pit, I cried out to the great I am on a forklift, not in a church, in a warehouse. And from that day, I have never been the same. And what he will do for me, he will do for you and your kids and all of this region. All of Birmingham can be turned upside down for the glory of the great I am. Clap to the king. Some of you looking like you don't see preaching like this no more. But I know you do. This is a house of fire. You need to see somebody be passionate about Jesus. And you need to be passionate about Jesus. 
Because you know what? As, 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 as much as I hate everything that my son went through, I'm so grateful that he came out the other side of it. And you know what? You can be a good old boy and a good old gal that don't cuss too rum them who do. Hallelujah. And be just that messed up and just that lost and just that much in need. To be honest with you, recently I was in a... Lot of settings, so don't try to figure out which one I'm in because I'm a, I'm a national traveler. But I was in a place where a lot of people that have been around the, ch- the culture of the church, Pentecost, I don't, mean, I don't mean the aspects of the body of Christ that don't believe in the fullness of the power of the Holy Ghost. I mean, been around it, but it had become routine. And now praise and worship is an option. And now hunger for God is an option. Say it. And now going after God and Him being first place and Him being our world. I mean Him being our our world revolving around Him. You catch where I'm coming from? Has become an option. But it wasn't that way when they were in love with Him. It wasn't that way when they were close to Him. We have come to condemn no one today. But we cannot allow what we have gone through and what we have faced as a nation to be a point of continual crippling that makes us miss out on what what the I am wants to do today. Your situation. Everybody ought to love much because we've all been forgiven for so much. You Let ought to leap up on your feet Lord right say now. So. You ought to leap up on Let, your feet and come on, Stand up. Stand up. I said stand up. Get up on your feet and give a praise to the one who is greatly to be praised. I love you enough to stir you up, to stretch you. We ain't come to straighten you out. We come to lift you up. Give way to the great I am. Because when you do, everything must change. He's the God of many names. Because he holds the infinite aspects of power. He's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. He's Jehovah Nissi. The Lord my banner who reigns in victory. He's Jehovah Rapha. The Lord my healer. He's Jehovah Shalom. Oh yes he is. He's the Lord who brings peace. And he's Jehovah Shama, The ever present one. In verse 15 that Noah read. God said. His name is to be remembered as I am throughout every generation. I am not I will be. Not I wish I could be. I am. Shout it. Shout he's my I am. This means that no matter where you are in life, I'm so glad to tell you this. I'm so glad this lives better than it preaches. I'm so glad that this truth is, is the real deal. That this is not just about me, you know, shaking pom-poms and kicking and doing all kind of things and the band performing. It's not about entertainment. It is Exactly. It is about us realizing the divine opportunity. We have the true and the living God. He is the I am that can supply and sustain. He wants us to remember who our source is. Look at someone and say, don't you ever forget. In everything we need, we re- our response is to the Lord. He's I am. And we can depend on Him. If you need hope, He's hope. You need some? Huh? Well, I said, do you need some today? You know who you are. If you need love, He is love. If you need peace, He is peace. If you're loose as a goose, you need holiness. 
And he is holding this. Don't shout me down. He's still God. He did not used to be faithful. He is still faithful. He is not the El has been. He's the El Shaddai. I am. I am. I and because he is, you can become. Lean on the great I am today. It is significant that when Jesus Christ was born. Sit down, y'all. We have visitors. Yeah, we just wanted you to leap up and give him a mighty praise for a moment. That's all. Some of you looking at me like I'm slap crazy. I know it. We're going to stir you up today. We didn't come for just another service. We've come to encounter an outpouring of the Holy Ghost and the anointing on our life ain't for us. It's for you. Amen. God has something for you today. I tell you something else, we come because we're excited about receiving from y'all. This yes. is a special anointing on this house. And we're going to be like the seraphim and the cherubim, those, those, those beasts from heaven flying around in Isaiah 6 saying, Holy, holy, holy is stir the Lord God other Almighty. Other. We come to stir each other up today. I believe if we spend more time stirring each yes, other up and encouraging one another yes, than raising hell and playing church, and you know I'm preaching right, we would make it strongly. If you're passive today, I have come to light a fire under your blessed assurance. If you're passive today, I've come to fan the flame. But I'm not just here to give to you. I'm here to receive from the anointing on this house you ought to give him a praise and a shout because of the awesome blessings of the I am coming in every way it is significant that when Jesus Christ was born he was called Emmanuel which means God with us once Jesus was born, God was no longer only here by the presence of his word, but also with the presence of his son, who is his flesh. And now that Jesus has died, rose again, and ascended back to the Father, we have the presence and infilling of his Holy Spirit. Do I have any spirit-filled people in this house? Hey. Other than the gift of salvation. There is no greater gift than the gift of the Spirit of Almighty God. So much of the church goes down the tubes, becomes stagnant because they quench the Holy Ghost. But if we give way to the great I Am and His Holy Ghost power, we will burn and move forward and advance the kingdom until Jesus returns. We were together recently. And I was on my way to a place and I was telling them to know about opportunities and God's able to open doors that no man can shut and shut doors that no man can open. How many of you only want the doors that God's got for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not there yet, live a little bit longer and that's the doors you'll want. pastor from South Mississippi called. He said, you know, I've been, I've been hearing about what you and your son are doing, this, this team preaching. Because, you know, there, there's tag team ministry, but really what this is, is we're not tagging off. This is team preaching. I, 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 it's a little, it's it's different. He said. He said. You know what blesses me about it? He said. There's a generational anointing working together. But I come to tell you, the anointing on us. No, sitting moment. It's not for us. If the anointing on you, if that you say is on you is for you, you have wrecked something else in your yep, life. Yep, 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 yep. The anointing on you is never meant to be for you. Uh, it's the anointing on others that is for you. Yep. Turn to somebody and say, I know you out is all get out, but I need that anointing on you. Huh. 
Come on, some of you come on. You smile and insult somebody bad today. Come on, let them up. Everybody <laughs> raise up your hands real fast. If you're in the house, would you raise your hand? Shout, I'm here. I'm here. Shout, I'm listening. I'm listening. Shout, I'm receiving. I'm receiving. All right, we got your attention for another moment. Amen. Hallelujah. It's okay to laugh. We're in a place of freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is liberty. Laugh, cry, shout. Do whatever you want to do. This generational anointing as he moves on right here, this generational anointing has a purpose. To remove, to, to remove uh, burdens and to remove. I said it in, I said it in some tongue that wasn't the Holy Ghost. Let's say it in English now. To remove burdens and to destroy yokes. And when we come together in agreement, family, when unity is allowed to bring its commanded blessing, things are accomplished. Satan has vomited hell's best stuff he can find upon this generation. But the anointing of the Holy Spirit is so much greater and Satan's best is no match for Christ's ability. You, no matter how much I scream it and shout it, you got to choose to believe that for you because the only way you'll be disqualified today is if the person who's sitting where you're behind is disqualifies yourself and says, Not for me. Otherwise, you're a prime candidate. <laughs> Turn to somebody and say, I'm prime. I'm prime. The Lord of Lords. Put himself in your place on a cross. He destroyed the curse of sin and death. He made a way out of hopelessness for anyone who will come to him. Whoever shall call on the name of Jesus can be saved, healed, filled, redeemed, restored, and reborn. Run to the one who holds your only hope. He can turn your failure into victory. He can take your past and give you a new beginning, a brighter future than anything you could ever offer yourself. I know this world provides bondage, but the great I Am provides freedom and elevation. And like, like old preacher said years ago, he'll take you from the bar room and put you in the choir room. Amen. Hallelujah. Is anybody a witness in here? You once were a drunk, but now you're free. You once were perverted, but now you're free. You once were adulterous, but now you're free. You once were homosexual or lesbian, but now you're free. Oh, yeah, we're going to love people enough to speak life to them. We've not come to condemn anybody, but we've come to tell everybody that belongs to the devil, you can be free. Once we're broken, once we're hypocrite, once we're vindictive gossips, once we're bitter, once we're bound, once we're unforgiven, but now, because of the I am, free. Is anybody glad that the old man is dead? And behold, all things have been made new. And if you're dead right now, the great I am has come to breathe life into you. worried about what you've done he's worried about what he wants to bring you into you can't fix yourself I
tried it for years. And I became more addicted, more screwed up, more rebellious, more of a hell raiser. But when I received the great I am, I received heaven on earth. And I've been living in it ever since. And he's made it available to you. You know what? What's a blessing? He used to keep me up all night and didn't know it. I'd be up, and my wife would get in the middle of the night. We'd walk down the driveway, look down the road, and, and hope he was at home, and hope his truck was at home. And because, I mean, it was a deep, dark place. I could not, I could not, I couldn't understand. Lord, I didn't sow for this. I didn't sow these seeds. Why has this harvest come my life? And it hit me one day. It ain't your harvest. You didn't sow those seeds. It's not your harvest. And the Lord said, don't give up. It ain't over yet. Woo! Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't give up. It's not over yet. Is anybody in this room grateful for one thing? Your parents didn't abort you. Oh, that's a good golf clap, but you ought to be shouting all over this room. And on the other hand, are you grateful that somebody's that loved you enough didn't give up on you when it didn't look like there was any hope at all? And we can't give up on our lost kids, our lost grandkids, this lost region. Jesus is waiting on the remnant to rise to plead the blood and to call them in to the kingdom out of the darkness into the marvelous light for such a time as this. I call in your lost family. You know what? I call in your family. Yeah. I call in everybody. If you got lost family members, raise up your hand. The preacher's the main one. I got more than I got time to kill. Shout Jesus. Jesus. We plead Please. The blood, the blood. We call our family. We call our family. Shout yes Shout yes if you believe. They're coming home, Mama. They're coming home, yeah. Daddy. It's time. You know. It's time. It was a. Hey. It was a. Was it a win? It might have been elevate conference. It was a. It was a Wednesday night. Just kind of bring up the speed like nobody's ever heard this in this room before. Oh, my perspective. Uh, I was in the, not as quiet as the same boat as you, but I was running, and um, I grew up in church, and then we left, and I never went back. As soon as I got a license, first thing I did was uh, go to church, and I went with my friend Zane and youth group. You sorry, Speedy? Speedy. Trying to be Speedy here. When I got my license, I went to church, and I went to parties, and sometimes I go to parties, and I go to church after that. And sometimes I'd show up to youth group drunk. Sometimes I'd show up to church hungover. And sometimes I, I, I didn't even realize what I was doing to myself. But I remember one night when I had felt no destiny, when I felt no identity, I was sitting right there uh, where, where you're sitting, Mr. I think that's Robert. I can't see her. Is that Richard? <clears throat> but I was sitting exactly where you're sitting when there was pews there. And I remember Pastor Chris was up here preaching about something. I think it was about this. <clears throat> And he looked at me, and he said, stand up. I was wearing a Lincoln baseball uh, hoodie. He said, stand up. And he pointed at me, and he, I, I don't even remember what you said. I, you just said, lift your hands and close your eyes. And I didn't hear a word you said. But I felt the identity of God and the Father and the Holy Spirit and Jesus come upon me like I never felt in my whole life since that day. I have never experienced that. But it was God used an obedient man to call me out of my grave to call me out of my sin. I thank you.
And here we are. The reason, the reason why, I appreciate the kind words you said about me, but really all I was was the delivery boy. The reason why, I, and thank you so much, because give God a praise for this. The reason awesome, why I brought this so up awesome. is this is what the I am does. And he's not, hey, he, he was the I am then, he's the I am today. He kala klofri di prakla ethronia brango klave Lift your hands to him, everybody. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And I feel like telling somebody, he's your I am today. I don't know if it'll come in a word of knowledge. I don't know how God is interrupting your life, but he's bringing divine interruptions today. It is an interruption of love, it's a divine intervention in your life. People need an intervention. Everybody needs an intervention. Some of you have been pouring and giving and serving and loving. This team, you have ministered. You've been faithful. If people that didn't go through a COVID year, they don't know what it was like endeavoring to be the remnant and true and strong. But if what we just went through doesn't cause us to be the real deal, I don't know what it's going to take. I heard some preacher the other day say, all ten virgins are asleep in this hour. But is anybody grateful that you are not asleep but you are alive. I'm telling you, you're foolish and you're, you are jacked up and listening to the devil. If you choose to sleep now, this is the moment to strike while the iron is hot. This is the time to recapture the things that matter most. And I want to speak a word to leaders in this place. You have poured and sown and poured and sown and you give and you give and you give. Would you lift your hands? Now, if you're a leader, keep your hands down. If you lead in this house, and I mean people who serve in every capacity, and you, the, everyone else in the room, extend your hands outward like this. Everyone in this room, that's right. Thank you right now. God's about to release something through you. I pray. I pray for uplift. I pray for encouragement. I pray for a release of fresh oil on leaders. I pray that you get something today. You give, you give, you give. It's harvest time, says the Lord. I pray that you receive something special. I receive that you, rather, excuse me, I pray that you receive the kind of things that you pray that others receive. But, but on a different kind of a scale and a different level because you need a divine rest. You, that's what you need. A divine rest in the goodness of God. I prophesy and speak a divine rest over you. A rest in the goodness of God. A rest that sleep won't give you. A joy that's sweeter than ever before. You are faithful. You are proven. You're going to finish this journey. You cross the line to the good and you're never going back but you are not going to be duped into barely making it across the finish line you're going to praise your way through and you're going to be strong because if anybody ought to have that kind of level of blessing it is the faithful you've got to praise for people who love us enough to feed us and pour into us and lead us John chapter 8, verses 48 through 59. Jesus had been confronted by the religious order of the day. They were doing everything they could to pick him apart. They were jealous. They were in a spirit of competition. The body of Christ is called to complete one another and not compete with one another. But they were not in the body. They were the people who should have known 
They should have embraced Jesus before the sinner did. They should have been able to discern. They should have been like the sons of Issachar, able to discern the seasons and the times and to know what to do in their hour. But they were so full of themselves. And Jesus said, you're supposed to be sons of Abraham, but you reject all my words. And he said, you say your father is my father, but your father is not my father. And he just gets through telling them about what I'm, right for, I'm, what I'm about to read. You are of your father the devil. And, but they were. They were. Well, you know, if, if Jesus wouldn't be so straight, I'm glad Jesus is straight. I mean, Jesus, he could do so, he, well, as long as he was healing and feeding and helping and doing. But when he started speaking things that people needed to hear, I'm so grateful that he didn't just love the rank sinner, but he loved the religious person. And if a religious person is going to get set free, they must be confronted. They must not be left alone to die and go to hell having never known God, but having claimed him. They must be confronted. And so Jesus loved enough to confront. But down in the chapter, here's what is said in John chapter 8. Verses 48 through 59. Then the Jews answered and said to him, Do we not say rightly that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered and said, I do not have a demon, but I honor my Father. You dishonor me. And I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Most assuredly I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never see death. Then the Jews said to him, Now we know that you're a demon, or you have a demon. Abraham is dead in the prophets, and you say, If anyone keeps my word, he shall never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead? And the prophets are dead. And who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered and said, If I honor myself, you need to hear this, friend. Because if this isn't true of Jesus, this is true of me and you. If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father who honors me. How many of you believe in the culture of honor? That's, I'm, I, I would love a few more in that. How many of you, would, how many of you believe in the culture of honor? Okay, maybe I need to explain what the culture of honor is real quick. The culture of honor should be the culture of the church and the kingdom. A high value of one another. A love and respect of one another. I know you live in a disrespectful, no honor, broken world culture. But kingdom culture is high honor, value, and respect. We love the ministry gifts. We receive apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers like we would receive Jesus. But we don't just love them. We love our brothers and our sisters. We don't think of ourselves as better than anybody. But we are grateful and privileged to be part of the church. And so we don't just do our own thing. It's all about doing His thing. And we do help by preferring our brother and sister. And we are not one another's busybodies, but we are our brother and sister's keeper. I don't know if I agree with all that. You better learn to agree with it. Because the way of this world is crashing and burning. Left and right. And the way of religion is crashing and burning. Everything not built on 
on the rock, which is Christ, is going to crash and burn. But now listen. Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus said, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father who honors me, of whom you say that He is your God. Yet you have not known Him. But I know Him. <laughs> I reckon so. And if they say I do not know Him, I shall be a liar. Li if, excuse me. And if I say, Jesus said of Himself, if I say I do not know Him, I shall be a liar like you. And you think this always be boys a little bit straight. I tell Bill, I get to, I get to know be preaching, I get to laughing because Regina say, don't say a word. He's just like you were when you were 23, 24 years old. I go to laugh and I think, ooh, Lord, people must have just. Y'all really need to pray for me on a serious note. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to break the spirit. But, hey, I do not know him and keep, but if I say I'm a liar, if, if, if I, I shall be a liar, rather said, if I say I don't know him. But I do know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. Listen closely. And he saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said, you're not yet 50 years old. And you have you've seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, most assuredly I say to you before Abraham was. Somebody shout, he is. I am. Then they took up stones to throw at him. And Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple going through the midst of them. They wanted to kill him, but they couldn't. I got news for you. Nothing ever took place against Jesus. No weapon formed against Jesus was ever able to prosper. Jesus only suffered when He laid down His life. Nobody could do it. He laid it down. He was the Son of Man. But He flowed in the Holy Ghost knowing who the I Am was. And He finally had to let it out the bag who I really am before Abraham was I am. Oh, thank God for Abraham. And thank God for Moses. And thank God for Joshua. And thank God for Isaiah. And thank God for Jeremiah. And thank God for Ezekiel. And thank God for David. And thank God for Solomon. And thank God for Samuel. And we could go on and on. Oh, but thank God for Jesus. Shout all over this room. The great I am has made a way. We we are we're almost done. Freak out a little bit, a little bit more. And I know you're connected. But we're not just here to stir you about Jesus. We have no right, we believe, to preach a gospel we're not willing to demonstrate. We didn't just come to preach, we've come to reach today. In verse 51 of what we just read, Jesus said, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. 
Oh, excuse me. Hold on. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm in the right place. When you truly surrender to Jesus, sin loses its grip and death loses its sting. Not only do you inherit eternal life after death, but you inherit the abundant life. Somebody shout the abundant life life. that Jesus provides and he grants you the power of heaven while you are here on the earth through the power of the Holy Spirit. He said, I have given you the key of the kingdom and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven the great I am has come to bind the devil's agenda and to loose the agenda of the Holy Ghost for you that's for somebody if you abide in Jesus hear this you will never die Listen, but once you breathe your last natural breath, you will become more alive than you have ever been. And you will live forevermore with the King of Kings. The truth is, no one dies. We actually transition. And where you transition to is totally up to you. It is not His will that anyone should perish but that all would come to the great I am for repentance. He don't condemn you. He don't shame you. For there is no condemnation. Nothing like that in Christ. Only love, only Holy Spirit power that will draw you in, set you on fire. John the Baptist said, I baptize in in water for the remission of sin, but the one who's coming after me will baptize you in the Holy Ghost and fire the great I am is the fire baptized shout yes hallelujah I make no apology I'm in love for Jesus and I'm going to let the world know he made everything new for me hallelujah I was dead and he brought me back this is done this is done this is done would everybody just stand to your feet you know um, it's not been that long since he couldn't hardly carry on a articulate conversation because he had been so dumbed down from smoking so much marijuana. Don't you believe the cock and bull that tells you marijuana is not a drug? It's a lie from hell. I don't give a flip a for sure. what what the world culture says and how much it's legalized, and some may get offended. I love you enough to tell you the truth. Yeah. You don't know what it's like to try to deal with you. I mean, to see him preach and to see him thunder the word of God and to see him be able to think and to see his mind be sharp. You just can't imagine what I what I see when I when I look at him and it just gives me that much more hope for what he can do for your kid. And if you didn't sow the seed, it's not your harvest. And the Holy Ghost just said, and if you were inactive, and if you were out in the wrong direction and off course with your life, everything can turn. Because everything the I am invades, he turns it around. Everything that Jesus is able to come into, he He turns it around. I remember 
one night sitting in the sheriff's office. Actually, as police, what's Mr. What's Captain Captain Farmer City Police? No, it had one of those wrecks, and the policeman said, "Mr. Owens, stick your head inside the vehicle." I stuck it in there, and it it, it smelled like a burning reefer factory. That and cigarettes, but more so that. And he said, "You smell that?" And I pulled my head back. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I just sometimes the best thing is just not say nothing. If you don't know what to say, don't say anything. Sometimes the ministry of presence is more important than, than words. Life and death is in the power of your tongue, but if you don't know what words to say, don't kill nobody with the wrong words. And, but I remember walking away saying, I don't know, I can't help him with this one. I, my influence, nothing. They found control substance in the vehicle. And we're sitting in there and Captain Farmer starts talking to him and he says this. He said, listen to me, son. Regina's sitting over here. I'm sitting right here. Tears are streaming down Regina's face like a river. Because no matter what Noah had done, it was our baby. So it's amazing how quick we are to drop that gavel on somebody else's baby. Because we don't have any connection. Oh, but I love Jesus. Because Jesus causes us to feel special and different about other people's babies as well. And we're sitting there and he says, you know what? And he said, I have a son. He said, I have, you know, my influential position. My son got in the wrong crowd. Not like you. He got to messing up and I said, son, daddy can't always keep getting you out of things. He said, son, please, if you don't make a turn, it's going to catch up with you. You're burning your world down, son. Please don't wind up in parchment. He looked at Noah and he said, you know where my son's at today? He said, he's in parchment. I did everything I could. I'm in law enforcement. I did everything I could. To, to help keep him out of that lifestyle. Not just with my influence, but, but because he's my son and I love my son. He said, look at you, son. He said, you've got a family here with you that loves you. You have a support system. And he said, you know, I could do a lot of things right now. You could be in bad trouble. And he said, but I just hear something on the inside. He said, I'm going to give you another chance. I, my jaw could have hit the floor. Because this was not the first time things had gotten so out of control. I feel like I'm speaking to somebody. You're in a situation that seems so hopeless. It seems too bad. Maybe in a similar way or in a totally different kind of a way. I looked at a minister and his wife a couple of days ago. And he said, our son has, has gone open with saying he was... A homosexual and now he's got all over Facebook and he's he's dressing as a drag queen and he's he's doing all these he's, these kinds of things and we've raised him to know Jesus and to love God and I looked at them with empathy because I know as bad as it seems right now Jesus is able to change it 
And yeah, I'm going to call it out. I'm not calling it out to beat the hell out of people, but I'm going to call it out. You can't cancel me. I don't believe in being canceled in cancel culture. So whatever would act. Hard to cancel somebody that don't play the game. But I am a father, and I love and I care. And I sit there, and he said, I'm, and we walked out of that place that night. And I looked at and I thought, God, so faithful. I'd love to tell you that was the night the turn took place. He let it get worse. That same captain told me, he said, when I arrived at the accident, this is another accident. This was the one on New Year's Eve. Actually, it a few days before I surrendered. It, it, actually, it actually had rolled into January 1 of 2020. He said, when I pulled up at the site of the wreck, I thought I'd find somebody dead in the truck. Two policemen told me that. Listen to me. Don't put off for tomorrow what needs to happen today. Anything you want to share from the Lord? The Scripture makes it clear that uh, no man, no woman knows how much time they have. Life is like a vapor. It appears for a moment and it quickly vanishes. If it wasn't for mercy and grace, not only would I not be here with the opportunity of, of preaching the gospel to you guys today, but I would, I would be dead. There's no way to truly paint the picture of just how broken I was. Not long after I had been sober, you could see life come back to me. I could look at pictures and you could see such a massive difference. And right around the, the time the Lord began, not even a few months after I was saved and quit all of that, I began to preach the gospel. And that's, that's all, that's not boasting in me, that's boasting in Jesus. I shouldn't, have, the truth is, I should not have been able to do it. What he said a moment ago, Honestly, three years ago, I could try to have a conversation with you and I couldn't even keep it on the same subject because I had so much stuff in my system, so much controlling my mind, so much spiritual baggage. It was so fun for such a short season and it became hell on earth. It became hell to pay. But you don't have to go to hell. You don't have to stay in the pit. You don't have to stay in the fire. Because the great I am has sent us to snatch you out of any fire. To pull you out of any pit. Grab the nail pierced hand that is extended down from heaven. It is the hand of Jesus. The hand that was beaten for you. The body that was given for you. That hung on a cross for you. That poured his blood and died for you. So that you could be saved, set free, filled with the Holy Ghost and have a new life. You know, I can't. New life can begin today. I can't put into words. Today is the day of salvation. Somebody needs to hear that. Today, don't waste another day. Absolutely. Get a phone call or a text, something bad's happened. It's all changed. Now every day, 
God over there is encouraging me. Daddy, I thought this would bless you. You need to watch this video. Send a quote to me. Send a scripture to me. Now somebody that enemy tried to destroy that was breaking my heart has helped brought, bring new life and vigor and hope and new levels of joy to my life. One of, greatest, one of my greatest heartbreaks has now become one of my greatest encouragers. God doesn't love me more than he loves you. Sister Sandy, I want you to come stand right here, dear. I love you. I've known you since you were a youngster. And Lord, let me have that cloth. Everything that this represents that you mentioned, and some of it may be so personal, but this prayer cloth, Noah, Noah has worn it today. And I believe that the anointing on this service is transmitted into this cloth. And I agree with you as touching on behalf of the precious loved ones that you are believing for. I got to share this. I got to share this. There was a group of intercessors crying out to God in the Little Rock, Arkansas area. And they had gotten so hungry for God, but God to move in that area. And one daddy decided he was going to pray, drive around the, I believe it's 330. Maybe a different number, but it's, it's, it's what, like 459 is in Birmingham in the Little Rock. And he was driving around doing a prayer drive and circle, interceding on behalf of the city. And he got to thinking about his son that was on alcohol and drugs. Somewhere far off. He doesn't know where he was. Hadn't heard from him in a long time. And he said, the Holy Ghost began to say, call his name out. Call his name out and say, Bobby, come home. Bobby, come home. Bobby, come home. From the north, the south, the east, and the west, Bobby, come home well he said a short time after that he got a phone call from his son he said daddy I just want you to know I'm okay I'm alive daddy I love you he said daddy just recently he said I was not thinking about God, not thinking about you. You know how messed up I've been. He said, but daddy, he said, the wind started blowing. And he said, I know this is going to sound crazy. He said, daddy, but I could hear you saying, Bobby, come home. Bobby, come home. I believe, folks, that guy's now home and saved and serving Jesus. I believe in divine remnant moments. I believe in supernatural moments. The I am is in this room right now. Father, I agree with her on behalf of everything this prayer cloth represents. We call this loved one out, these loved ones out. We call them home. We call them in. 
from the north, south, east, and the west out of their situation, out of their circumstance. We call it done. We see it done. We believe it in the name of Jesus. We believe it soon and very soon. And we believe that it has already begun. It has already begun. Matter of fact, the Holy Spirit said, reason why you believe it is because I nudged you that way. It's already begun. You have no idea, the Lord says, what all I'm doing. You have no idea the things that I'm sharing, the ways that I'm working that may not be surfaced yet. But I am doing a thing. And Father, I give you praise and honor and glory for this mighty, supernatural breakthrough. Now I want you to raise both your hands to the Lord. You are strong. You are a daughter of God. You are strong in ways that you have no idea. You don't see what we see. You don't see what I see. I remember those years ago, I'd say, Sandy, there's greatness in you. There's things that God wants to do through you. But today, I don't want you thinking about none of that. Right now, all I want you to do is stand at the base of His altar like His little girl, His daughter, His precious child, His princess, His queen, and receive a release of the goodness of God. Rama, Bradehe, Raka. I don't want you to pray for her like your pastor's wife. I want you to pray for her like Sandy. Just ask God to bless Sandy. That's God to minister to Sandy. And that's not disrespectful. That's just daughter talk. That's family talk. I feel like God right now is wanting to do something in the lives of you all in this room. Raise your hands all over the room, everybody. Raise your hands all over the room. There's different ways that God moves. Right now, I agree with you. I agree with you on behalf of that wayward loved one. I agree with you on behalf of that one bound and addicted. I agree with you on behalf of that dissension and that division in your home. The terrible things that are going on. That change is coming to that. I agree with you for breakthrough in your marriage. I agree with you for deliverance from the power of darkness in the lives of those that need it. Speak things over them, son, as the Holy Spirit leads you. I agree with you. I just want I'm going to ask that these leaders are here just to be protective and they need to be but I don't want anybody touching her I just want her to have her alone time right now hallelujah man I didn't think anybody was I didn't think anybody was don't misunderstand me don't misunderstand me though. I just felt like I needed to say that and I didn't know that until I got right here okay so I'm not being Mr. Control, I'm just, I'm just following the leadership of the Holy Ghost. I wonder if in this room right now, there's something huge in your life you're believing God for. And today you felt your faith leap. Today you felt hope arise. Oh, Brother Delane, raise your hands. Come on, Shai. I'm Shemana It's that guy I told you about, Noah. Noah's not had the chance to really get to know you told him about y'all's relationship you and Pastor Larry how that y'all were kids together and you've done life together and you got something that's so precious and so real but right now as wonderful as that is you're just delaying right now and that's no disrespect because you are so much more than that in this house but right now in the name of Jesus 
I just pray for freshness, freshness, freshness in you, freshness in you. You're so busy carrying the torch and fanning the flame. I want you to get something from the torch, and I want you to get something from the flame today. I want, I want you to Gladys Mala, where's Michelle? Fradabobasidele mama, kravabababamrondolabababakasa. She's around here somewhere, I know. And if she's, if she's not, that's okay. If she had something, take care of But I want to pray for her as well individually. In the name of Jesus, receive, brother. Receive in your spirit. Receive in your heart. Receive in your life. Receive in your body. Sandy, there's healing anointing on you right now. The divine healing power on you right now. We, that's not anything we've talked about today. But there's a divine healing. Matter of fact, just hold them on. Let's walk around a minute. I really cost you my Noah, 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 come here. Hold it. Just take her arm on her other arm like this one. In the name of Jesus, Father, we praise you for healing in her body. I don't, I don't know what this is about, but I praise you and thank you and give you honor for healing in her body. Healing in her body right now. Quickening in her body. Healing in her body. Healing in her body. Healing in the Ramakasigi Andaka. Kradalabo Kosili Beandaramo. Ramabashetolabokosabahai. Look, if you don't know Jesus, if you're not a child of God and you want to know him, it's time to come to him now. Maybe you feel like I've gone too low, I promise. I've been saying it for decades. You can't get so low that His love can't find you. This is your day. This is your moment. This is your chance. If you're not sure that you're a child of God, you're not. If you've known the Lord and you ran away from Him, it's time to come running home. Come running home today. If that's you, come meet me at this front right now. Meet us at this front right now before we pray for other things. Meet us at this front right now. Everybody will see. They'll see you making a decision to go forward. God bless you, buddy. God bless you. Give God a praise for this courage. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Minister to him, son. God bless you. Who else in the name of Jesus? Who else in the name of Jesus? Who else in the awesome name of Jesus? Who else in the glorious name of Jesus? Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah. Give you that that time look if you can take all the time you've taken to get so far from God the least a preacher can do is be merciful and compassionate and not just preach like you need something and then give some Sesame Street altar call that's like teasing people and snatching it away from them Michelle I must pray for you before we leave this altar service today I love you sweetheart I looked back there today while praise and worship was going on. I saw a troubled mind. I saw a troubled mind. But I believe the Lord said, if she'll let me, I'll set her free. Baby doll, we ain't got nothing but a whole lot of love for you. But the I am. The I am rescues you right now. At the foot of the cross, in the presence of the Lord. Honey, just give it all to Him. If you were my little girl, I'm going to just do like you are my little girl.
because you are his little girl. And I'm just going to represent right now. Just let him have it all. Give it all to him. Don't, don't, don't be carrying what you can't carry. Don't be trying to live in a way that you can't sustain. Give it all to Jesus, baby. Jesus knows everything about you. He knows everything that's happened. He knows what's been done to you or what you've done or anything around, above, below, or in between. And he offers no guilt or condemnation, but his blood flows right now. Cleanse, Lord. Cleanse and have mercy. Strengthen and help her. I don't know what all she needs. I, 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 I'm not psychic. I just know you, Lord. And I, I praise you for the delivering breakthrough that's happening in her right now. Koshabalatama prafalande mengarama keravilatara mendora veshladanda mongodaba kervanan leheme kashbasha pratabraba Just stay right there in His presence, sweetheart. And as you pour out, let Him pour in. As you release, let Him flow. Just give place to Him in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You're a giver, you're a sower, you're a giver, you're a sower. Stand right here. I, I called you by your name. I wouldn't call you by your name just that way publicly in this house unless it was with intent. I'm not asking God to bless the woman of God. I'm not asking God to help the leader that's such a faithful blessing at SRC. I'm asking God to touch his girl with fresh oil and presence. Something special just for you. Something that you leave this place today that you're filled up and you're overflowing. And you don't just feel good because you gave, but you feel great because you've drank. You've drank. The fullness is for you. The fullness is for you. Oh, yeah, I want you to have overflow. But the fullness is for you. Glory be to God. There's some things that need to happen, David, that you're believing God for in your life. Even with your home. Keep positive family things that need to occur. That you're seeking God diligently about. And some of the things you can't talk to anybody but God about it. Because of the nature of it. And the Lord says, I hear your cries. And I'm attending unto your prayers. And I'm going to help you. And as you have sought me privately, I reward you openly. Shanakli. Kurdema. Hallelujah. Is there anybody else? Hey, buddy. Come here, man. I'm just going to hold your neck before you walk away. I love you. I'm so glad you came. Man, you're blessed. You hear me? You and your family. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Does this young lady belong to you in some way? She just, just in, in, the, in the spirit. Hallelujah. You know what? I, this is, um, there's, there's, I, I, we can't help but be what we are. There's an evangelistic anointing in the room right now. And this is a key component to revival, and you know that. I, I feel I feel like that there's things that 
you need to lay down that you've been trying to carry that you cannot carry you're not designed to carry it you've not done well carrying it you've done well continuing 